Hello, welcome back to First Time Parents. I'm Heidi and hubby Griffo is at work today and we have been having some sleep troubles with Memphis. So he's almost four, as you know. Uh, This whole podcast is about... (laughs) sharing the shitty and glorious moments, including our relationship. If you haven't heard, we're sharing our relationship therapy sessions. But today is about sleep. So we're getting our resident sleep expert, Donna Mawala, on because Memphis has been working. working. Yeah, he's been working. He's been working us, I tell you. He's been waking really fucking early. He's dropped his day naps. And I reckon we're missing a window at night because he's going to bed early and then he's waking up really fucking early. Uh, so anyway, I've got questions to ask our sleep expert and she is going to answer everything you need to know with sleep around toddlers. So let's get into today's episode. Hello. Gals, how are you? Good. I thought, do you know what? Instead of texting you and going back and forth with sleep questions, I thought, let's get her onto the podcast because if uh, I'm having these issues with my toddler, can I call him a toddler who's almost four? You know, I was just thinking that. I would call him a toddler, yes, but it's not really, is it? No, like he's a boy? I still, I think it's toddler because there's still massive emotions and like it's like full on. But look, this is co- like when I do my Q&As, early morning and toddlers are my biggest Okay, so let's dive into it then. Let's okay. just let's just roll. Our resident uh, sleep expert is here, Donna Mawala. She's been helping us sleep and Memphis sleep since he was four months old. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, it was such a game changer with my anxiety and, you know, the anxiety that I was experiencing. And so if you want to go back to that episode, that was fucking long ago in the files. You, you can go back. But so many of us are on the journey of, you know, this season, we're rediscovering our relationship as parents. Mm -hmm. And I think why this is such an important topic is because Memphis, we put him to bed early so that we can have our time together, you know, whether it's watching Love Island or chatting about life or playing Yahtzee, that's our new latest thing together. It's so, so, let's let's just pause for one second. People keep forgetting about their relationship and their marriage or partnership or whatever it is. And it is needs to be number one. Because if if you don't, you know, nurture that, it falls apart. It can fall apart and then your family falls apart. So that's how important it is to get babies sleeping and toddlers. It's so important. Okay. So Memphis is almost four. He's four in September. He's been waking between five and six AM. Now we dropped his day nap. Now when? Oh, maybe three months ago now, like on and off for, yep. for three months. But he still gets very tired. This kid gets extremely tired. Yeah. And I think I know what you're going to say, but we're putting him to him into bed by like, I've, we've pushed it out to seven now because I think we, we could have thrown him into bed at 6 p.m. because he was yeah. so bloody tired. So I don't know if we're missing a window. I've got an answer for you. Okay, tell us. And you're going to have more time together. I'm going to talk to you about the whys first because I can just come in on here and say do this, but that's not what I'm about, as you know, because I want people to understand the importance and the biological stuff of sleep and what's going on because we do need to look after ourselves and our relationships, but our baby's sleep is, for me, priority. Healthy food, good sleep, right? So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's unpack that a little bit being four. If he's a tired little toddler, big kid, little kid, you didn't have to drop it unless I want to ask the question. 
and again, I think it's very good for people to understand, you don't have to just all of a sudden drop it, right? The reason that I you would drop it is if they absolutely refused it for weeks and you just had enough, right? Um, that's probably the only time I'd say drop it or capping it, having just a little nap for 30 minutes, right? Because like you're saying, he's exhausted. He'd be exhausted by three, four o'clock even, you know, like they run out of puff. So you've dropped it. You're not going to go back to it. It's fine. But what I actually want you to do is put him to bed at quarter to six. Oh, okay. Because we were kind of like almost there and then, but he was still waking early. So Hi. then, so the reason why I dropped the day naps yep. is because he was refusing there for a while, yep. but also he kept waking up early. Okay. So I was like, well, is it the day naps? And then, so we tried like little half an hour windows, but still waking up early and I'm yeah. like this is a being a fucking theme for you, the last- you have me on speed dial remember Heidi I know I know but you know you just kind of get used to it yeah, I do and I look I have my clients that don't message me I'm like you paid me uh why are you not messaging me so I think it's really good for you to understand back, backtrack is that the refusal refusal is very um normal mm what I say to people when, when that starts to happen. I do think I saw on your Insta stories that you ended up letting him sleep on the couch, not a problem, yeah. um, but you will never get him back in that cot or bed, you know. Yeah. So what you, what you did progression-wise is perfectly normal, perfectly fine, but I would like to say if 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 you can try and keep it and they're not at school, I, I, I would up to, you know, four and a half even, but it is very hard. Two things to do is if you're at home and um uh, you know, it's a day that's not daycare, definitely have an hour of nothing time. So that would be you giving cuddles on the couch or if you're, if whatever, he has his teddy and his blankie and his favourite movie every day, right? Yeah. It's easy that you think, oh, I've dropped my feed. We've, we've dropped the feed. Oh, God, we've dropped the we sleep. We really went back there, didn't we? Yeah, didn't just, um, we've dropped the sleep. Let's go out. Let's go to the zoo. Let's do stuff, which is wonderful. But if you think they still need a bit of wind down time, really important, right? If he does fall asleep accidentally, cap it at 30 minutes, then do a wake time of about six and a half hours, right? So wake time, six and a half hours. If he has an accidental nap, yep. give him 30 minutes, six and a half hours minimum, right? So it could be an eight o'clock bedtime on that night. If he yep. had the occasional nap in the car, great. It's all good. It all accrues, you know, but six and a half hour wait time. Now, getting back to a bubs that has dropped it, toddler that's dropped it, the earlier the bedtime, the better. Now, when I say that and you've tried those things, I get it, but sometimes it can take up to two weeks to settle in, right? So the biological part of this is overtired toddlers, overtired children get cortisol surges. Uh, unlike us, we get sort of tireder and tireder. We'll get the cortisol surges. We'll, go we'll get tired. We'll go to bed. We might have a crappy night's sleep, right? But for them, they have these surges and it really impacts their waking during the night. If not, impact the night, early morning, like weirdly, like strangely. So people are frightened to put them down earlier if they're already waking up at five, right? I'm not saying that this is 100% going to happen. I'm saying statistically this is what's happening and biologically. So don't be frightened to get him down earlier. Okay, great. Uh, quarter Tick to six. Off. Yeah. <laughs> Tick. Quarter to six, six o'clock. The other sad news I do have to deliver is children might only have 11 hours. I so, think he's an 11 hour. So that's why I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what I know. Up. But, but you putting him down at seven, he, it's not going to magically get him to six. So, so you're in a, you're rocking a hard place. You pushing him to seven as an overtired baby is going to make it early. You're going to have more chance of him getting down at quarter to six, six o'clock 
not so overtired to get you to six o'clock. Yeah. Okay. So that's what, that's what we're going to do. And so for everyone who is like, I know so many parents, like it's the early rising, like this is what, is there anything else that it could be? I started to think this doesn't eat dinner that's my 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 next thing right so just before bed literally you're doing your books your wind down time all that sort of stuff you give him whatever he desires well you know maybe not chocolate or whatever but like a banana an extra yogurt um a cookie cook you know some parents have like actually baked really yummy oatmeal oatmeal cookies so they think it's like a treat but it's actually good for sleep um literally five ten minutes leading into bed definitely um Definitely implement that. And then he goes to bed hungry all the like he eats a lot in the morning. Like he's kind of like a morning little Oh my god, you need to feed him up. And I know he just refuses to eat our food. I I know that, but let's 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 take the pressure off yourself as we do as parents. And I let him go. I let him go like whatever you don't but give him what he will want. He wants a cheese toasty every day. Kill him. (laughs) I'm telling you, what the hell why wouldn't you? You know, so you know why you know all the stuff I've been through with the girls and me wanting to be a perfectionist and it's burnt me out so many times. I'm now at a place of like, why did I do that? You, we're good parents. We're providing this love and support. Why are we fighting that? Give well, I think because Dr. Kyla says, you know, I've had her on the oh, podcast before. Dr. Kyla is amazing. <laughs> but but as a mum with hindsight who's still living the shit every day and having to relearn parenting, if I can learn and teach everybody that I'm in this place, I love Dr. Kyla. She's amazing. She's got young babies, right? And I know you'd know I've told you this many times and it's not like, oh, I'm older than you, I know better. It's not that. It's like my life experience that I have lived full on means it doesn't matter. You know, if he's 90% getting great food, which he does, I know he does, then uh, that is not going to matter, mate. And I'm telling you now, I I only eat healthy. I don't eat a lot of bad food and whatever. My my girls, they, I can't control what they eat when they're out of the house. And I know you can still control the situation, but if he's hungry, give him a cheese toasty. Okay, I'm going to do cheese toasties for the next week, whatever the fuck Memphis wants, because he's the king. Yeah, but not for everything, just for this, right? Just for this. Fight the fight for all the other stuff, healthy, you do it. You, he gets so much good food. I know he does. So just letting it, letting it slide a little bit. Sorry, Dr. Kyle. Around. <laughs> yeah, she's the pediatric dietitian yes. for kids, but she has interesting conversations, I think, because a lot yeah. of people worry about, like, fussy eaters and that kind oh, of stuff. Like, Memphis, literally, his latest thing is like, yuck. Yeah. yeah. You know that, that that is behavioral, not meaning that he's being naughty. This is normal toddler yeah. behavior. You if you if you said the sky is blue, they're gonna say it's black. Everything. You they ask for a pink plate, you give them a pink plate, they throw it at you like a frisbee. Like this is normal behavior. So what I'm trying to say to my beautiful mums out there, this stuff doesn't matter. These small little things that might give you, you feel like you're giving in, but, oh, my gosh, like. Oh, well, see, I'm pretty good, like, now in the mornings, like, yeah, you can have your fucking tiny teddies on the way to daycare. Like, every day, every day you get them. Awesome. Majority is he's a beautiful, happy bubs that, you know, you have those. The biggest way to explain it now with everything that we've been through and the parenting stuff that we've had to understand, and it's the same with toddlers. You can try and control the narrative, yep, and we do. Because that's what we do. That's we, we want to keep them safe. We want them to have this optimal life. But 
think of it more as like a buffer rather than like in contact, you know, like it's like, mm. yeah, you, you know, you, you're not going to have that, that, but you're going to have that and that's fine. And you're still in control, but you're not controlling every minute little. Yeah. You know? So good. It's and so, so anything else with regards to. Yeah. So cheese, t- cheese toasty just before bed. Wicked. Um, and then temp, which I know your environment's perfect. So, you know, yeah. good temp, making the making sure there's no noises. So if you still got the white noise and stuff like that, um, you know, having it up to about 65 decibels, that's enough to sort of dull out birds and stuff. It's still quite dark. Uh, temp, dark, food. What's the temp? Yeah. 21 to 22? 22-ish, right? But, yeah. again, depending on your uh, room, meaning... Yeah. You don't have to have a thermometer telling you that. It's like you go in and you don't go, oh, it's warm or, oh, it's cold. It's like you just don't think about it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the right temp. Um, and he's getting through the night fine. Yeah. He's like a little, I mean, he's, I mean, we haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, but he's got to get ear, nose and throat. Yes, you did. Tell, well, you saw it on Instagram. So he's yeah. an open mouth breather. If you know that's any um, helpers, open mouth breathers. Send all my kids, me. <laughs> I've been, I've been sleeping on a side note. I've been taping my mouth at night. Oh, well, I I tried that and I got a CPAP because I've been doing, yeah, and then I ripped it off in the middle of the night because it's not well, my name. I keep ripping mine off as well. Like I'm waking up without it. I'm like, God damn it. But that's our so bodies, nice. you know, like that's yeah. our bodies. So all of that I wouldn't worry about, meaning, again, all our three kids had so many grommets, adenoids, all their tonsils out. Um, it's definitely worth doing for so many reasons. Um, but, I, again, it, what it, it's what is what it is. You know, yeah. you can't go tape his mouth. <laughs> well, I've, I've been like, because, you know, they say like it's behavioural as well, how they learn to breathe too. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, well, maybe if he sees me taping my mouth. <laughs> good luck with that. It's like, you know, you, you think, yes, because you know it's good for them. But it's like even, again, you know, all the depths of stuff with our big kids and I've got all the tools, Heidi, all the tools for mental wellness. And, and they just go, yeah, whatever. And so I just think lead by example and one day they might mouth tape themselves. Take their mouths. <laughs> Hey, um, Griffo will be like, yeah, let's tape that boy's mouth. Oh, no, I was going to say, today as well, yeah. <laughs> so I, all of that stuff is his anatomy and all of that stuff you're going to be on top of, but it's in regards to behaviour, personality, sleep, I just don't, unless he's not sleeping well, meaning he's not sleeping all night, none of that should impact him being yeah. up to sleep okay, you know. Um, and also... Yeah, any final thoughts? yeah. That's probably about it. And, and the biggest thing is if if we've got toddlers, so you've got it down pat going down, it's just the early mornings, understand that uh, for the p- parents that might hear this in regards to toddlers going down at night, that's a big one as well. Um, that is something that's a little bit behavioural, again, not being naughty. But what I want you to say is one-on-one, what I want to say is one-on-one time for like 15, 20 minutes with that toddler. So they're bored out of their brains with you, no TV, nothing. Um, and don't be laying on the bed. Don't be giving in to the requests or demands, but be there for them. Like a chair, I'm here for you, but you're in control. Don't use the word no around that. I mean, we we need to use the word no at times for sure, but not when, he, when they're like, oh, I want a drink of water. You don't say, oh, no, you've just had one. Just go, you've just had one, darling. You can have one in the morning. So it, it, you know, everything is, is changeable and fixable. And when it comes to toddlers and their behaviour, it's normal. This this. These um, not being able to regulate their emotions is normal. It's very hard because it triggers all of us. But don't give in to demands and requests. Keep using loopy sentences that don't have the word no and then change the habit. So uh, once they go down, well, it will fix their night. 
Mm, so good. Thank you so much, Donna Wala. For those who want to stalk you, bub to sleep, we'll chuck all your um, deets in show notes. Thank Bye. you so much. Uh, if you want more information on Donna, just stalk her in the show notes below. But thank you so much for listening. We'll, chat, uh, we'll, we'll chat to you next week. What's love? Bye. Bye.